Hey everybody, welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today we're going to ponder what it looks like to intentionally live our real lives. And I'm going to talk to you about how it's felt stepping back from social media. I published my first book in June and shortly after basically disappeared from social media for the most part. And that's not a great strategy, I'll have to say, to sell books. But it's just something that happened as real life became incredibly busy and I just didn't have time to create content for my social medias and stuff like that. I still did some podcasting. I was still trying to write my newsletter every month, but there was just a lot of stuff that was going undone because real life was so busy. And as the months have gone on and I have continued to be limited on social media, I have discovered some interesting things. I have discovered a different level of health for my own mental state. I have discovered that I'm actually thinking about real people and real life circumstances when I'm sitting there by myself or doing different things instead of thinking about how I could create content people will appreciate. My life is no longer being consumed by likes and comments on the various things that I'm creating on my social media. I'm also not on there as much to feel jealous or frustrated because other people seem to have more success in their ministry lives than I do. It's been very interesting to see my own heart kind of change and heal. I'm happier. I'm more at peace. I have more contentment. And it's very interesting. So like I said, probably not the best strategy for when you're trying to sell a book you just wrote. However, it's been just interesting as I've embraced the reality of my real life and the people around me in my real life instead of just trying to curate content for people that I don't really know in real life. I'm starting to think that we're really messed up, that this social media thing that we are so consumed with is really bad for us. And as I've talked with young adults in my young adult ministry that I'm a part of right now at church, that has just kind of been solidified. As they talk about people they know who are just isolated, who are so full of anxiety and just fear and comparison, and people are just becoming more and more isolated, not understanding how to interact with other people, like it's just, it's a problem. And it's a problem that we're very happy to have, unfortunately. And it's a problem that book publishers kind of push on you as they're like, hey, you need to be out there. You need to be known. People need to know who you are. They need to be able to find you and find your book and all this stuff. And yet, is it really good for us? And I don't think that it is. Does that mean I'm going to completely get off of it? I don't think so. But I do appreciate my limitedness on social media right now. My life is full, it's ordinary, it's obscure, it's not what I expected or imagined after writing a book. I think I had in my brain that, you know, this miracle of magic was going to happen where people just found my book and all these great things happened and I finally was thrust into the limelight of success. And that's a joke. That's hilarious. That's not all what's happened. And yet, 
in my ordinary life, in the obscurity of realness of who I am and my job and my people and my church and my family, it has been so, so good. I'm not a star just because I wrote a book. In fact, I haven't even gotten any speaking gigs from it or anything like that that I thought maybe would happen. The few podcasts that I've been on has become because I reached out to them and said, hey, can I talk on your podcast? Which is not a bad thing. It's fine. It is what it is. And I think this is kind of what my friend Alexa was talking about when she was saying we need to be pursuing faithfulness over fame. Like too many people out there are trying to get famous instead of just being faithful in where God's called us to be. It's funny because I get up every morning and I go to school and I teach multiplication, division, fractions, decimals to a bunch of loud and crazy 10 to 12 year olds. (laughs) I say things like, eyes on me, voice is off, excuse me, I'm trying to talk. I point at my various posters around the room and remind them that they cannot listen while they're talking. And I give out starbursts, tickets, hugs, consequences. Sometimes it feels just so mundane and ordinary and every day is the same, the same, the same. It's unremarkable. It's nothing special. And yet, recently, I've been just reminded over and over again by God that this does matter, that these are lives in front of me. These are people who created the image of God, and this does matter. Like, I am making a difference, even though it's not big and fancy and noticeable and out there, and even though it feels a bit like being a mommy back in the day where the same thing happens every single day, and you have to do the same things over and over and over again, it's good. It's so good. And embracing real life has been so, so good. And I think often as we look on social media, we look at other people, and we see the best parts of their lives displayed for everyone to see. We look at our own lives and all we can see is the broken parts and the ordinary bits and the mundaneness and the obscurity. And we just feel like we could never measure up. We can never be that. We can never have that. And it's such a false reality that we're trying to attain. It's such a false picture of their real lives and the things that are going on in their real hearts. And I think we need a chance to just stop and breathe and embrace the beauty And I feel like this is something I've talked about a lot over the last few months, but it's something that I'm just very, very passionate about. Guys, it's interesting to look at my life right now, (laughs) and so many things are things that I've always dreamed of, being a teacher, being involved in a college ministry, just having a family like this. I mean, it's, it's beautiful ordinariness, and I think if we all had a chance to just step back and look at the beauty of our lives, our ordinary lives, our humble little lives and the things that we're doing, we could recognize the beauty. And that's not to say there isn't brokenness along with it, because there is, because we live in a broken world. And I know that some of us go through broken seasons, and I've been through broken seasons where I was like, how is this beautiful? So I'm not trying to make you bypass anything or try to just see all the beauty and ignore the brokenness. But I do think it's very easy for us to look at the world that we see online and wish that our lives were different and without recognizing that that world online is fake and that the world in front of us is real and it's been given to us by God. The people in it have been given to us by God. They are gifts from God. And whatever little ordinary ministry that we have going and the people that we're able to reach and talk to and love 
Like that's been given to us from God. And we don't have to be anybody special or fancy or famous to be loved and valued and used by God. I've always dreamed of having my own little college ministry, right? Especially the last few years as I've just grown a bigger and bigger heart for Gen Z, for college and career-aged young people. And so it's been such a blessing to be able to be a part of this leadership team that's developing and leading this young adult ministry at my church. And I adore it. Is it big? Is it fancy? No. We're averaging like eight to 12 young adults at our meetings, I think. And is it super chill and relaxed? Uh Uh-huh. And I'm kind of trying to help create a culture where people can be just accepted for who they are, where they can be honest about questions and doubts, where we can just be real with one another and it doesn't have to be any kind of weird, fake, Christian, easy junk. And it's not anything flashy and it's not anything fancy. It's small and unremarkable. And yet each of these young adults that's in this group right now is a person who is made in the image of God and whose life that I am privileged to be able to interact with and hopefully touch in some kind of a way. And so it's fun, guys, and it's it's wonderful. And is it the things that I've dreamed, the things that are on my heart as I dream about talking to, you know, hundreds of young adults and sharing with them and trying to encourage them to follow Jesus and not get caught up in religion? No. It's small, it's ordinary, and it's good. And as our world shows us daily how crazy it is in new ways, I, having not been on social media as much, I'm just reminded that I don't have to share my often inexperienced opinion about everything with everyone on the internet. I don't need to find a group of people who think just like me to feel safe. And I don't have to judge and correct people who think differently from me. As the world is just so very broken in so many ways these days, I can lament and I can ponder and I can pray and I can keep living my everyday life. I can keep my worry and my fear for things that actually affect my everyday life. And that sounds a bit callous in our world where we are constantly worried and concerned about everything and anything and all these different things that we know about. But I just don't think it's healthy and I don't think that we have the capacity to worry and care and fear everything in the world that does not affect us. I think we can be sad about it. I think we can lament it. I think we can be bringing things into the presence of God and talking to him. But I think it's okay for us not to spend our days concerned for things that don't affect us. I don't think we have the capacity to be as passionately involved in all the brokenness around the world. There's a lot of opinions out there on social media and people say things without having the time to really think about it. People are horribly mean, cruel, awful to each other. And it even just makes our polarized world even worse as we find people who think like us And as we judge and condemn groups that don't think like us, and there's not a way to really engage people on social media that don't think like us without it becoming so hostile. Because we're not face-to-face. We're not seeing this person. We're not seeing their body language. We're not catching on to the things that they're not even saying to us with their words. We're not listening to their stories. We're not diving in. We're not asking questions. And so even though we call it social media, It's honestly rather unsocial 
we're not actually having those social experiences that we should be having with the people around us as we learn from them, as we grow with them, as we hear their stories. So am I sad to be off of it? No, I'm not. I've never done Twitter. I popped onto threads for like maybe a week or two before I was like, this reminds me too much of Twitter. I can't do this. Do I do Instagram and Facebook a little bit? So yeah, here and there. Guys, I'm going to keep podcasting. I'm going to keep writing on my Substack. In fact, I have all kinds of really fun ideas coming up that I will hopefully share with you. Like think possibly YouTube and a new podcast because I kind of want to start my podcast on YouTube, but I'm thinking about maybe heading in a different direction after the new year and hopefully doing something like that. Nothing fancy, just like a video catching me as I talk like this and then posting it to YouTube. And so there's things I'm doing. There's things I want to do. There's things that I want to use to share the heart that God's given me, to share my experiences and my story, to share the things that I believe are truth with people. But I think there's ways to do that without being so caught up with social media. So that's my thoughts. It's interesting to see how much healthier I am, like I said, than I used to be when I was on social media all the time. I don't compare myself as much. And I don't feel shame and regret and not enoughness as much. And I'm okay with just being normal and living a normal life. So I just want to encourage you guys as I close right now just to take stock of your own life. Take stock of the time that you're spending on social media, of the people that you're trying to engage on social media. And of the people that you're engaging in your very real life that you can talk to -to face-to-face, that you can get to know, your family, your friends, people in the church, your neighbors, people around you at the grocery store. Like, how can we actively engage people like this? How can we be someone who is Jesus to people? And how can we take the time to learn from people who are different from us, to hear different perspectives, to be gracious, to be understanding, to be willing to listen and learn? And I think it'd be helpful if we were not on social media to do that. So curious to hear your thoughts. I'd love to see if you guys are cutting social media out of your life or if you're fully embracing it still and what your thoughts are about it and even just thoughts on how it has contributed to the disaster in our world right now, the polarization of everything, any and every topic, and just even the anger that I see in people. There's a lot of anger out there. People are already like max capacity of their threshold of what they can handle. And then one thing happens and they snap. And so much of it, I wonder, like, what is social media? What is the internet? What is our consumption of these social media outlets doing to us that makes us this messed up emotionally, this so close to snapping that we're willing to just rage at a stranger? It's a lot of stuff, guys. Good thing is Jesus is still the same. He is doing good things. He is pursuing his people like he always has. He is not giving up and he is in the middle of everything and doing it all and doing beautiful things even when we don't pay attention or don't see him or have no idea what's going on. So that gives me hope and that gives me just peace and I hope that that encourages your hearts as well tonight. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to have you join me over on my Substack at christylynnwood.substack.com. 
for newsletters, notes, and a community of people who are searching for the real God.